Hello everyone and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Well, today we're going to talk about idioms involving pain. Now, it's not as bad as it sounds because all of these idioms are, of course, metaphors. They're not really literal. So, for example, salt in the wound... You know what salt is. It's that white stuff you put on dinner and it's delicious. It makes food really tasty. And you know what a wound is? That's an injury of some kind. So, of course, if you put salt on an open wound, one that has blood or one which is exposed, then, of course, it's going to be painful. So, salt in the wound is something that makes a bad situation worse. Let me give you an example. Okay, after losing his job, his friend's criticism of his skills was like salt in the wound. She was already upset about failing the exam, and her teacher's harsh comments afterwards felt like salt in the wound. Now, usually if you are using this about yourself and you're referring to somebody else putting salt in one of your wounds, for example, you could just say, oh, well, rub it in, of course. For example, in this example that I just gave you, about uh, she was already upset about failing the exam and her teacher's harsh comments afterwards. So imagine the comments, okay? The teacher says something, but imagine that you want to respond, okay? You could say, oh, that's it. Rub salt in the wound. Yeah, go on. Mm -hmm." Sarcastically, you're saying, yeah, yeah, make me feel worse. Yeah, why don't you? But instead of saying that, you could also simply say, oh, go on, rub it in, rub it in. So rub it in is kind of like an easier way to say uh, you're putting salt in the wound saying that. You could just say, yeah, rub it in. Why not? Make me feel worse. Okay, so salt in the wound and rub it in are the same thing. Maybe salt in the wound is how you tell the story, oh yeah, the teacher's comments, I just felt like um, uh, it was like salt in the wound, you know, his words were like salt in the wound. And then you could say, well, in the conversation, well, why don't you just rub it in, okay? So salt in the wound describes the experience of what happened if you're reporting it in reported speech. And rub it in is something you say to someone when you're angry. Yeah, go on then, rub it in. I don't care. Yeah. So there we are. Now, one of my favorite idioms is thorn in my side. I love that. Of course, it comes from, I think, old biblical days, Uh, It's something that comes from Christianity, I think, Uh, this idea of having a thorn, you know, Jesus with the crown of thorns, carrying the cross and everything else. 
So thorn in my side is certainly very old, that's for sure. It's something uh, very old. To have a thorn in your side simply means to have someone or something that continually causes annoyance or trouble. So if you had a thorn in your side, of course, it would be painful. A thorn, by the way, is, um, you know, when you have a rouse, you know those little jaggy bits that can hurt you when you touch them? They're like little needles that stick out from the stem of the rose. Yeah, that's a thorn. Thorn. So thorn in my side, it's something you could say to someone that is increasingly becoming very annoying. You can say, look, uh, you're really becoming a thorn in my side. Or, oh, you know, my new job, it really is a thorn in my side. Now, uh, there was a song, as I recall, from the 1980s by Eurythmics called Thorn in My Side. Uh, I think it was Eurythmics, or was it Annie Lennox, the singer from Eurythmics? But anyway, Thorn in My Side is a wonderful song, and it's a great way for you to remember this idiom. And she says, Thorn in My Side, that's all you ever were. Yeah, you can listen to the song. I'm not going to try to sing it. Um, let's see. Yeah, another one which uh, is involving pain is to rub someone the wrong way, which is a bit of a strange idiom considering British people really aren't good with physical contact. But if you rub someone the wrong way, it means to irritate or annoy them. You could say, hmm... My boss shouted at me today, but I think I've been rubbing him up the wrong way. Or I'm afraid to talk to my boss because um, sometimes he feels people are rubbing him up the wrong way. It just means making him unhappy. Okay, so to irritate or annoy someone. You can say it about yourself or you can say it about someone else. Um... Yeah, another one similar to that is to get on the wrong side of someone. I'll tell you, my grandmother wasn't the kind of person you wanted to get on the wrong side of. You know, the older people, they weren't so good with love and affection. They wanted to show that they were like emperors, you know, in control of their own universe. So they weren't the kind of people that you could laugh and joke with, you know? Yeah, so if you got on the wrong side of them, or if you rubbed them up the wrong way, you easily could face some kind of backlash. To take the knives out of your back, that's like another common UK idiom, and that's when you're recovering from someone's words that have hurt you. So, for example, if someone says something bad to you, you can tell your friends, oh, I'm just busy taking the knives out of my back after someone stabbed me in the back. Yeah, so to stab someone in the back is to double-cross them. That means to, for example, pretend to be the friend when in reality... That's not the case at all. Um, really, 
there's no friendship, perhaps you're trying to be an enemy to them. So you pretend to be nice. Oh, hello. How are you? And then you're carrying stories to other people. That's stabbing someone in the back. And when the other person knows about it, they can say, oh, I'm just busy taking the knives out of my back. It's quite a humorous idiom when you hear it. And you don't have to use it in conjunction with the others. You don't have to say, oh, I was stabbed in the back today and now I'm taking the knives out. You can simply say, oh, you know, I had a hard day at work. I had to fire two employees or discipline two employees. So now I'm busy taking the knives out of my back, you know. Very nice. So there we are, some idioms involving pain. Speaking of pain and dark things, I see our local crematorium has just been uh, renovated and made to look even more pretty for funerals. Isn't that strange? You know, in the old days, people who perhaps didn't like religion, maybe people who were atheists, or people who um, wanted some kind of non-standard funeral, they were cremated, and then the rest of us were simply placed into the ground. But I think the government is discovering that as we age so much, we're taking up more ground. So unlike some countries, you know, in the UK, if you want to be buried in the ground, you actually have to buy the ground. Okay, so the, the, the ground isn't rented to you, you actually buy it. And uh, I think the government is keen to stop us doing that. So now they're trying to suggest, politely of course, that uh, many of us might prefer cremation. I don't know how I feel about that. I think when I die, I want to come back as a hoover, as a vacuum cleaner, and then I can annoy everyone that tries to move me. I can go in the wrong direction, for example, or I can refuse to turn on. Or maybe I could come back as a supermarket trolley. That'll confuse everyone. I can just stop dead. <laughs> well, I'll be dead anyway. Or maybe I could um, I could uh, just go in the wrong direction. Supermarket trolleys always do that, don't they? That would be fun. Yeah. And if it's someone putting unhealthy foods into the trolley, I could refuse to move. Don't put those crisps or chips on top of me. <laughs> yeah, that would be quite nice. Anyway, yeah, so that's um, that's some, uh, some idioms associated with pain and some information about our local crematorium. In case you didn't know, a crematorium is where you cremate people, which is one of our preferred ways of disposing of dead bodies. And there we are. That's it. So I hope you've enjoyed this. Let's talk again soon, and I wish you all a wonderful and peaceful day ahead. See you. Bye.